you're listening to Birds, Bees, and Teas, a sexuality education and storytelling podcast hosted by yours truly, Miss Nia Angie Africana Sutton. We met in person once. I was on a girl's trip and he was with his fellas. We were all having fun, dancing, laughing, flirting. He asked for my number and I locked it in with no care or thought of if I'd ever see him again. But I'd hear from him though. It was the day after. Small talk through text, sharing our group's plans, and him laying on the compliments. I was flattered. Nothing unusual, but he knew to gas me up and I loved it. Cause I like my niggas press. Never gave weird or obsessed, but the pressure was applied and I felt it. See, Around this time, I was actively redefining what I wanted and what made me happy and refining myself altogether. I was open to receiving and in my yes season, so the compliments were welcome. I was a year and some change out of a three-year relationship where the compliments were backhanded like, who you trying to look good for? Where are you going? So any man that wanted my attention had to be coming with it. Make me feel wanted. Make sure I know that you want me. And I wasn't accepting nothing less. This was the new standard. I said it, and it felt so good to hold myself and anyone who wanted me to share myself with them to it. The weekend came to an end, and our physical paths didn't cross again before I boarded my flight back to reality. And back to my little East Coast piece, pieces, let's be honest, I had them. Because I was in my receiving, say yes, just date phase. So we stayed in contact, but it wasn't all that. A few good morning, how are you? How was your day messages exchange? Nothing too crazy. Nothing that really stood out, honestly. Until this one night. After the libations had been flowing, and after weeks of consistency, I boldly responded to his little freaky-ass text with a phone call. He was a gentleman and all, but don't get it wrong. He would get nasty in them little texts sometimes. And sometimes I ignored him, and sometimes I played back. But it was always enough to keep me a little interested. He was an Aries. And my naturally passionate water sign ways fed his fire just enough to keep him intrigued, even when the communication was patchy. There was an unspoken thing between us, but nothing went unsaid by the end of the night. Hello? Yeah, so what's that you were saying? He laughs in a way that I'll do my best to explain in words. My directness tickles him. He likes that his dominant energy is being matched. He likes the challenge, and he's also amused by the way that he knows I'm going to respond to what he's going to say next. He excused himself from the room of people he was in while I slowly closed my bedroom door and turned off the light. What you have on? The dress I wore out today. Take it off. 
and I did. It was a wrap dress, so I pulled the bow that was tying it together, and it gently cascaded off my shoulders, down my torso, off my hips, and down to the floor. It was so sensual, like in the movies. But it was just me and him on the other end of my phone. I said, okay, what else you got on? I go on to describe the one article of clothing standing between me and my skin and my soft bed sheets and then do as I'm told and take that off too. Completely captivated by his dominant energy, but even more infatuated with my own. Since when did I become so submissive? Like, yeah, I usually like for my partner to take the lead and I match their energy, but this was different. He was in control and not by force, not because he felt like he should be, not because he felt like being a man automatically gives him that power over me, but for something else. I don't know if this is true for him, but for me, it felt like he knew how much I was carrying as a single black woman living alone with everything on my own plate. And he just wanted to help alleviate and relieve me from the duty of having to lead and be strong all the time. He knew that his dominance would be welcomed because I would get the chance to just follow. And I did. So what you got on now? He asked sarcastically with that same seductive laugh. I replied, nothing. He asked, can I see? And without hesitation, I say, yes. There's something about an enthusiastic yes. Even in telling me what to do, he still asked for my permission. And that appealed to my own dominance and my submissive side simultaneously. It was something about me being the one to give him the permission to be in control that I loved so much and him knowing what to do when he had it. I won't bore y'all with how the phone call transitioned to a video call, but somewhere in here is a lesson about just letting sexual moments be what they are. I already described how this moment felt like it was something in the movies. And sometimes we get so caught up in the idea of how something should be and how something should go that we miss the opportunity to get turned the fuck out. Sex and sexual moments happen between two or more unique and imperfect people with different needs and in sometimes imperfect scenarios. So shit is bound to happen. The moment isn't ruined because someone had to get up and go pee or because the speaker died mid-sex playlist or because your partner asked about condoms and lube. Get up, get what you need, check in with your person and get back to it. Stay present, stay open, remain intentional about the shared pleasure. The momentum doesn't have to be ruined just because one person has an Android and the other person has an iPhone and now y'all both have to end the call, download an app, add each other as friends, and then continue the moment there. 
Okay, admittedly, that was a lot. But nothing was shaking that energy that we had already exchanged in those few minutes on the phone. Not even the little bit of fear I had in the back of my mind using a social media app to have phone sex. What if I accidentally post my pussy on here? I thought to myself. I was risking it all. But the riskiness added to the edge. And he made me feel comfortable. He kindly walked me through the video chat features like tech support. This is where I had to suppress my intrusive thoughts and return to the moment. Because in the midst of all that, why was I thinking, so you must use this app for this all the time, huh? You be on here with all your bitches, huh? But honestly, that didn't matter. Right then, in that moment, it was just me and him. And so I had to let that be. The glaring light from my screen illuminated my bare skin as I slowly panned the phone up and down to show all my curves. And he began to talk me through one of the most pleasurable, explosive, orgasmic sexual experiences of my life. Deadass. He carefully instructed me on what to do, where to touch, and intently watched before giving me the next command. Real life tech support, y'all. It was like when the IT people at work remote into your device and take control of your technological issue, but still ask your permission before performing the next function. Yeah, like that. And it didn't stop there. Oh no, this experience was interactive. Okay, engaging, participatory, if you will. He challenged me to fall deeper into the moment and to use my imagination because he spoke to me like he was there. Not like what he would do if he were actually there, but like he was already there in my room, in my bed, in me. He was like Picasso, painting a picture that I could see so clearly with my eyes closed. His voice was the paintbrush, and with each stroke, his canvas, my body, became more filled. He was like Langston Hughes, reciting words of passion and lust, changing the cadence of his commands to match the moments we were acting out, altering his tone, making me moan, or rating me into orgasmia. I pause to ask if I can go get my toy. And again, he laughs and seductively says, sure, of course, inflating his volume slightly to emphasize that he loves the idea too and that my pleasure is paramount, a priority for us both. I keep mentioning his laugh because even reminiscing upon it gives me chills. His deep, sultry snicker was how he let me know he was pleased, that he liked what was happening. Each time, his laugh indicated that shit was about to go to another level, and I was with it. Yeah, he laughed, but he was not playing with me. 
I reemerged onto the screen, ready to finish where we started, but in no rush for things to end. And neither was he. I wonder where he was during all this, because I really don't know. But he was definitely in a room full of people when I boldly responded to his little freaky ass text with a phone call. I guess they weren't waiting for him to come back because he took his time with me. And I appreciated that, especially since I had just learned about edging. Edging involves cycles of increasing sexual stimulation and then stopping just before the point of orgasm. Edging can be done alone or with others or in some hybrid version of that in my case and can be done multiple times throughout sexual activity to heighten intensity and pleasure and elongate sexual experiences. Edging is also a technique that people can practice regularly to reduce premature ejaculation. Some quick little teas for the niggas that neck quick. Now, back to the story. Bend that ass over. Let daddy eat that pussy from the back. Yeah, <laughs> that's how he was talking to me, y'all. So I propped my phone up on my pillow and leaned it against the headboard so he could see. I got on my hands and knees and let the slow vibration meet my click while he continued to talk his shit. The words never got repetitive. The moments never fell flat. And I felt his presence in the room. All of my senses were heightened. Even as I began to moan louder, I could still hear everything he said. Even my sense of taste was heightened because, honey, I was being fed. I'm about to come, daddy. Yeah, he had me calling him that shit back on the first phone. Fuck. Crazy, right? He replied, okay, baby, come for daddy. I asked, you gonna come with me? I want us to come together. He said, hell yeah, with excitement. And we did. And it was euphoric. And it was exhilarating, elevating, and even enlightening. I learned so much from him, y'all. And the most beautiful part is that everything that I learned was about me. Firstly, I learned that I actually do like phone sex. Like I had tried before, but it was so whack. I could tell a story on that too, but it would basically just be the opposite of everything that I told in this one. Hated it. But I also learned how much I love to be submissive and how I like being told what to do. I learned that I love talking nasty to a nigga too. I learned so much about my body, my erogenous zones, my hot spots, my trigger words. I was reintroduced to the power of my own imagination. I learned to let go and release and just be. I came to truly understand the power of my own touch. Like he more than helped, but it was me and my own body responding to my own touch and my own thoughts. He was the coach, but I was the star player. 
I learned that I may be open to more things than I thought too. Again, he was talking crazy to me, y'all. And I was eating it all up. Something else he instructed me to do during our little video rendezvous. And this went on for weeks. I waited up at night, ducking other niggas' calls. So anxious like genuine for him to hit my line because I knew what was waiting for me on the other end of that phone. Pure ecstasy. These experiences also taught me that I could totally do a long-distance relationship, which would much later become my reality. Open communication and a little creativity can take you far. Yeah, and oh my God, I learned about orgasm headaches in this too, unfortunately, but this is crazy. Orgasm headaches are rare occurrences of severe headache just before or during an orgasm. The headaches can build up slowly in the neck and back as sexual excitement increases, or it can come suddenly at climax. I experienced both. What causes orgasm headaches, you ask? Generally, not drinking enough water. They can also be brought on by drinking too much alcohol and in turn not having enough water in your body. But they can um, also be caused by other things and for other reasons. So if anyone is out there listening and you're, you are experiencing prolonged um, orgasm headaches, you should definitely talk to your doctor about it. But yeah, they're crazy. All in all, some of the best satisfaction I've come to know came from such an unconventional experience, an experience that I'll never forget, experiences that opened me up to a new relationship with my own pleasure, and I'm so grateful. So, how you gonna respond to that little freaky ass text? 